We're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical void of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand defect because, um, I don't know, I like her voice. Um, I mean, memories being, you know, why bother listening to it after the first time? So, you know, whatever. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble, all over the place, S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. Uh, for those of you that are wondering what's with the hat, it may not exactly come across correctly, but believe it or not, this was the best hat that I could find that looked properly for the Batman the Animated Series Joker's hat. It's folded the wrong way. I know. I forgot how, and I unfolded it and... Maybe I'll just. Trail I was just gonna. I was gonna ask where in the world Carmen San Diego was, but yeah, not here. That's <laughs> just fine. I'll figure out how to re. I'll figure out how to redo it later. I don't know. Figure from there. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody because, um, yeah, we got a night ahead of us. Top left hand corner, North America, far away from the invading forces of South and Central America. Good evening, Dallin. Good evening. And uh, giving me shit from just over the other side of the border. And hi, good morning, heretic woman. You pincushion, you. Good morning. <laughs> Down to yes. the left, into the Midwest of the U.S., who is holding back a um, a rather large amount of vitreous bile this morning. Apparently, trying to. Good, good evening, Bridget. Good evening. South of me over into um, well, a uh, a very cold and wet in dark Pittsburgh. Good morning, Joey. I'm still waiting for anything out of the normal in that description, but okay. No, I I, I just like talking about stuff that's just... I just keep belaboring the point. And from uh, just outside of... Uh, yeah, everybody's uh, running around with their head um, almost cut off soon, maybe. Good morning on Renault Tech who may not be back yet. He was going to go ahead and get himself a drink. He is not back yet. He's not back yet because he's not unmuting himself. Well, that's just perfectly fine. He'll be here momentarily anyway. So, of course, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. I uh, hope that you are... Um, I hope that you're well. I hope that your uh, Halloween, Samane, Nightmare Night was, uh, was well and good for you. You didn't have any problems. I personally didn't do jack squat, so... I didn't have any real problem. I just turned off the light and I didn't have to worry about it. I wasn't here. So that yeah, you were, yeah, you were busy down South doing yourself the, the, the work thing. Yes. Yeah, so well, they had trick or treaters two nights in a row because the mayor moved Halloween um, to the 30th because it was supposed to storm and flood on the 31st, but some kids didn't get the memo. So yeah. Okay, is, the, the fact that no, the fact that he moved Halloween for that reason, uh -huh. that's okay. Um, when you started saying that, I'm like, if if this pinhead did it because of some kind of religious thing, oh, it's no. on. No. no, we were supposed to get like four inches of rain and severe storms and stuff. So well, that's good enough reason. Yeah, and mm -hmm. they put it on the news and in the papers, but not everybody watches the news like me, and you know doesn't read the papers. I just I knew. Well, I'm so. pretty sure Fox News didn't talk about it. Well, I mean, the local probably did, but 
Um, yeah. yeah, for what it's worth, the local affiliates tend to be. Uh, yeah, tend to be. I, I do get a lot of my. I get a lot of my Sunday stupid news actually from uh, local Fox News stations. Yeah, you know. I mean, it was a good reason to move it, but you know, some kids uh, did yeah. show up in the thirty-first, mm -hmm. and they were soaked. Poor things. Uh, but we had a bunch of kids, and so we, yeah, I didn't have any didn't, good candy left over at all. We're not doing. You just see it. I, I know you're cold. I know you're wet. But we're not just doing that. We're not doing this just for the candy. We're doing it for a shitload of candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were so we we weren't actually home so we didn't do it's the first year that we have not done halloween but i was delivering my first speech that i was asked to do in another wow. city so yes not too shabby. thank you thank you and and my husband had to come and pick me up so because uh my my ride got confused on the day and so i kind of last minute had to find a bus to bury and then oops yeah <laughs> yeah and of course there's only one um two buses a day so the one that i took to get there i i would have had to basically stay at the bus station and take one back oh. so, <laughs> so i'm like it, um it, yeah. yeah having been to bury I, I sympathize i do <laughs> <laughs> they're a nice group though it was the yeah. central ontario humanist association so mm -hmm. yeah i had about uh, 20 people show up and uh there was even uh, a christian who was very keen to debate me on how i could possibly uh have morality <laughs> Oh, gee, like you haven't been asked that one before. I know, I'm like, really? Imagine that's, that's... my shock. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, it goes goes with the territory since we have to eat all those babies and everything. You, you know, it just, it, it absolutely kills me that, you know, like the, the moral question. How many times has it been asked? And, and, and what is this like? Well, they didn't ask it the right way, but I've got the right way to stuff you atheists. Like, I know it's like, I yeah, I've got the one single way of asking this question that's going to totally destroy your position. Yeah, no. No. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> let, let me interject here real quick. Um, first off, if you're eating the Christian babies uh, whole, you're wasting a lot of time. All you need is the blood and a bagel, and then you'll be good. Yeah. Okay, that's the Jewish way. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know what was really convenient? What was really was really convenient is in in some of the large the this one particular large grocery chain up here, um, Dallin Loblaws, the uh, grocery stores have uh, publicly available cooking classrooms that you can rent and that's right. where the meeting was held so there was a full kitchen with one of those big mirrors that oh, show yeah. you the the stovetop and everything so it would have been it would have been great for a, a baby barbecue you know and it's funny just before the show i was i was watching some i was watching a movie um and it turns out the uh, first kingsman movie was on tonight and I don't know if, yeah, if everyone has seen that movie, you know, the, the scene in the church. Yeah. That, that was on just before I uh, got on here. So as soon as you start talking about babies, of course, my mind goes back to the one lady 
who's yelling and screaming at Harry there about, you know, you're going to eat your babies at burn in hell. And he just like turns around and starts shooting everybody. And I mean, I know we're, we're not supposed to be violent and we're not supposed to condone violence, but God damn catharsis. I, I got to say. Yeah. You know? I, I love the YouTube videos where they say 10 questions that atheists can't answer. And version 2.5. Right, right. No, 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 no. Version 25.5. Oh, right. Um, Sorry. We're, we're in Firefox land here. Dude, for versioning. Zero. Yeah, no kidding. Um, anyway, the point is, is all the ones that they say that atheists can't answer are the same questions they've asked before, only they've reworded them. So it reminds me, every time I see that, you want to talk about getting triggered, it's like I have flashbacks to retail at that point. Hmm. Where they'll ask me about a certain computer, and I'll give them a straight answer. And then they'll ask me the same question, but slightly different. I'll give them the same answer again. The problem is they want me to give them a different answer, but the answer I'm giving them is honest. It's factual. It's there. There's no other answer that isn't a lie. And that's the problem, is that because it doesn't conform to what they want to hear, they keep asking the same questions over and over again, just worded differently, and they're going to keep mm. doing it over and over and over again because their their emotional seating doesn't let them. Gee, sounds like um, something that happened to a friend of my brother's uh, when he was trying to travel to the States for uh, vacation. Uh, he had a roughly... Middle Eastern look about him, although he was born and raised in this country. In this country, oh, he's screwed. Oh no! I'll get this. So the border guy keeps asking him, "Where were you born?" <laughs> I was born in Canada. No, 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 no. Well, where were you born? I was born here. I was born in Canada. No, I don't think you understand my question, sir. I'm asking, where are you from? I'm from <laughs> Canada. I was born here. And he just kept going and going out. And finally, the guy says, you know what? Fuck it. I didn't want to do this. He reaches into his wallet. He reaches in his pocket, pulls out his wallet, flips it open. Sergeant, Calgary Police Services. Border, uh, guy, border guy just stepped back and went, have a nice day, sir. Now, What a dick. No, like the fact that he got to stuff that guy, fine. The fact that that guy was so much of a dick cheese that he decided to do that because he thought he was so Mr. Fucking Powerful. I know that's my one. Um, no, sorry, uncalled for, uncool, and I would have taken that up the food chain. Uh, the thing is, you really can't. You know, there's a saying that, you know, uh, when it comes to border guards and customs people, uh, you are one bad night of theirs away from being banned from coming into the country. They have that level of power. They have that level of discretion. And unfortunately, a lot of the people that they're employing these days are people that should not be anywhere near that kind of power or authority. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're going to end up uh, I think we're going to end up touching on part of that because I've got I got There's more I got, than enough. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, we got we got more than enough. So let me let me just go ahead and uh, get us all rolling because we got a soft open as it is. Those of you that are watching live, of course, um, which right now is from what i can see right now is felis and uh stephanie hi guys thanks yeah i know i'm getting all kinds of let's call it compliments on the hat yeah i'm i'm, I'm gonna go with the word compliments <laughs> and the first person to make a a inigo motoya comment to me 
is off. Okay, so just don't even bother. I know. I know. You never let us have any fun, Shijin. It's the kind of guy I am. I'd like to say I'm sorry. I would really not. like to be able to. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to tell people that they should continue to give you compliments. I'm going to give them encouragements. You go ahead and do that. So, uh, as far as combinations operator, my optical senses are bleeding. Uh, Satisfied. Appreciate (laughs) that. Anyway, so uh, for for whatever reason, if the color isn't really coming across because of the camera, the felt is purple, purple, and is actually orange, and the uh, stuff on the inside edge. Yeah, there used to be a really fake flower on the front of it that flipped up and it was there so that's why the whole thing is i got it at a secondhand store leave me alone and since i have no beer tonight i'm back to drinking wine i've only got a little bit left so i said screw it i'm not even gonna bother with a glass i'll just drink it straight out because i mean what kind of mints go with friends why not (laughs) yeah so let me go ahead and uh roll us going over here so as usual with five minutes on the clock there's my clock. Your five minute freestyle starts right now. Fud. I talked about this before, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do this. And I know full well that later Dallin is really gonna want to go ahead and just read me the right act for this. I am sick and freaking tired of Fud. Seriously, this whole season that we are looking at right now, we're looking down the barrel of a gun right now for the midterm elections here in the United States. It's only a handful of days away. We're looking at two and a half days. And we have got so many ads that are just simply banking on fear, uncertainty, and doubt. I've talked about this. I've talked about this over and over again, and I am sick and tired of this shit. I really am. And I'll tell you why. Telling us why they're wrong is not your job. Your job is to tell us, to convince us why you're correct for the job. Every election is just yet again another interview. Just like what we had with the SCOTUS thing, with Beer Boy Kavanaugh who couldn't compose himself for a goddamn job interview, but yet got the job anyway because of freaking politics, which is a whole other level of derptitude that I'm not going to go into right now. But, oh, let me tell you, I got enough inside of me that I would I would do an hour all on my own. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt is a term that I found out about back in the 90s when Microsoft was trying to find ways of convincing people that other products weren't nearly as good as their own. Office product, back when you had to worry about things like, oh, I don't know, um, let's see, Corel Office, some people might still remember. Yeah. Or, you know, various email programs because, you know, Outlook Express was oh so much better or anything else that microsoft was putting out there and they used fun 
They it went even so far as to say you don't want to use any other operating system because you know we've got the best one. And before anybody goes ahead and says, well, yeah, they've been trying to shove Linux off to the side. Oh no, no, no. It goes well before the Windows platform. It goes back into the DOS days when there was something called PC DOS, which was not a Microsoft version. Microsoft was MS-DOS. PC-DOS came out there and was trying to find a way into the market so that it could work the underpinnings of Windows 3.1. How's that for a callback for you? And then Microsoft go ahead and intentionally reprogrammed 3.1 so that it wouldn't work with anything but their own version of DOS because they were that kind of, we need to protect what we've got. And that's what's been going on. And we've talked about that. And it drives me up a goddamned wall. I can't say it any other way. We've talked about this too many damn times. There is a group of people who believe we must win. We must be in power at all costs. And then there are those who say, look, man, let the people decide. Let's do the job that we're supposed to do. And let's play by the rules and the rules determine who wins because the rules go out to the people and they decide. Now, am I going to name names? I could, but I don't think that I have to because it doesn't matter where you're electing. It doesn't matter what year it is because Platforms change. Group names change. Groups come and go. Who do you think should be the ones that do the job? The people who say, I need to win and I need to be in power and I need to build up the power and money and influence that I have at the sake of everything else. Or the people that believe in the rule of law, the ones that believe that you should be a good person, a good citizen, that you should be trusting in the people and the system to do right. Because wasn't that what it was all laid out for in the first place? If that isn't good enough for you, how about the people that aren't going to go ahead and take away basic human dignity from a segment of the population. Is that good enough for you? Because I guarantee you, you know people right now that have fear, uncertainty, and doubt in their own country whether or not they belong there or are going to be protected. This episode... Two, three, four, can I have a little more? I know, the one isn't there. Just, just assume it's there. I didn't want to screw up the numbering by putting a parenthesis in there. You got you got the reference. Please, YouTube, don't demonetize us for that. That's that's just me, just that one. I, I don't sing that well. To don't you have to monetize first to get demonetized? Oh, my cover. You blow my cover. Don't do this to me. So, um... <laughs> So basically, it all came down to, you know, uh, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that have been going on. And it's not just the election cycle itself. 
Uh, on top of everything else, who's flinging mud? Who's being hoisted on their own petard for it? Kids who are unsafe at bus stops because people are being stupid and not paying attention to what they're driving. Anti-Semitic people going in and just casually saying, yep, Jews should die. You get a bullet and you get a bullet and you get a bullet. People who go ahead and say, well, if they had armed guards, they'd have been safe. Yeah. um, Three trained police officers were shot. I don't think one civilian guard would have exactly helped. But hey, what do I know? I'm just the moderator of this whole reactor over here. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to go down whatever rabbit holes we go down. And it's going to take us wherever it's going to take us tonight. Because we got more than enough to go ahead and just go all over the place. Ain't no rudder on this train tonight. You, you know where I'm going with this one. Anyway. Heretic woman, I didn't see anything come up in my news from Rafe. I don't know no. if you ended up seeing anything. The only thing I did see was it seems like uh, his family has put out a new video um, asking for the Saudi royal family to please let him go. But uh, that's not exactly news. No, and unfortunately it's probably not going to have any any additional effect. Hell, the way things go around right now, it could even have the opposite effect because, you know, why should you go ahead and tell us what to do? Screw that noise. We'll, we'll just put his application um, further down the list that it was never on in the first place. Which, you know, there's a whole other thing with that, but that's, that's a whole other piece. But... You know, I'm, I'm, this is going to be my one for black humor. Boonsaws ready? For those of you that get the reference at this point twice over, yes, you're allowed to be disgusted and amused at the same time. Which means as of the recording of tonight's show, it is now six years, four months, 19 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts our hopes are still with you and your family. We're still waiting, and we're still pissed off. So like I said, I got more than enough um, that's been running around in my head for the last two weeks. Easy. I mean, I keep talking about how, you know, it's it's tough for me to try to figure out what to talk about on the show because, you know, there's just too damn many things they're just beaten into my head and beaten into my head and beaten into my head. And I know for well, somewhere along the way, I have to be repeating uh, the title for this five minute freestyle because I mean, shit, it's been a freaking broken record and it's just driving me up. A f- it, it's been, just been driving me up a wall. So, you know, wherever it takes us and wherever, wherever you guys want to start off with, you know, you know what? Uh, screw it, Bridget. I'm putting you on the, I'm putting you on the spot straight away because oh, when, before we started, Bridget went ahead and, and basically said, um, I'm going to do my best to be nice. Now I'm paraphrasing, but 
You know, that means that you got something that's seriously pressing on your head straight away. Oh, there's so many things. Um, you do that while I go ahead and get myself a drinky poo. Where do I even start? Uh, I guess well, I would start know. with the uh, military troops that are supposed to be going down to the border. Thank you. To go stop the, the you know horrific caravan of all these terrorists that are just going to storm the gates here that are, you know, walking 4,000 miles to try to find some place that's safe. And they're, you know, a thousand miles out. It's going to take them a couple of more months to get here. It's only, you know, what a thousand people now, but they were wanting to send 15,000 armed troops down there. And it's, it's ridiculous. And, and the asshole in chief predator in chief, whatever you want to call him. Jesus says, well, if they throw any rocks, we're going to consider that, you know, the same as arms fire and, you know, fire back on him. And then he's like, oh, that's not really what I meant. But that is what he meant. He wants a bloodbath. Yeah, that Joe. Prove his ratings. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Yeah, let me, uh, let me, let me pop you for this for a second. Uh, rules of engagement. Um, people go ahead and, um, are otherwise a, a civilian caravan of refugees, and they maybe might be armed with uh, rocks and stones. Do you have, um, would you normally have uh, permission to just go ahead and uh, rat-a-tat-tat? Nope. The, some, some individuals may uh, be familiar with a quaint little film. It's not that big a deal. Uh, Black Hawk Down. Sounds oh. vaguely familiar. I've seen it. Has a pretty good uh, representation of on-the-fly rules of engagement. In that there are two soldiers, uh, one a machine gunner, one a rifleman, and they are down the street from an armed crowd. Armed not with sticks and stones, not brickbats and bayonets, but assault rifles. They're shooting at us. No, they're not. How can you tell? If you if you hear the, the gunfire, it's not coming at us. If you hear a snap, now they're shooting at us. So, let's um, because the, both of you are, are the military type. If isn't okay i'm gonna word this in a, in a way that's uh, you know how the old uh, the old adage is uh, a lawyer never asks a question if they don't already know what the answer is yeah there's reasons why i'm asking it this way there is a there is a legal definition of sufficient force for self-defense i'm not using the right terminology but if memory serves here in New York, the idea is you use the minimum force necessary to break an engagement. Or to abuse the situation, however you want to word that. Right. Yep. So if uh, if you need if if you're attacked by somebody, let's say hand to hand, and you're lucky enough to land a glass jaw shot and put the guy down. 
and it's over. That's it. You cannot legally literally kick one of these down. Although it would be really nice to be able to do it at that point. No, it wouldn't. Well, it might be cathartic, is what I mean. Emotionally speaking, you got to get rid of that might adrenaline. Want to keep going, is what he's saying. Yeah. You you know the rules, Shu. Oh yeah. You you've you've uh, recited them a number of times. Yes, I have. Rule number one of fighting: don't. Rule number two: if you had to fight, you fight to win. Three: if the guy is down, you leave him there. It's up to them to decide whether to re-engage. And if they do, you put them back down again. Now, let's assume for a second that in uh, Heretic Women, what'd you say? It, the, they were looking at like a two, three months of travel time still yet, I think. Yes, mm. yes. So it's it's the slowest moving invasion force since the Middle Ages, probably. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody get those people some hoverboards, damn it. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. I- I'm sure Tesla could help out with that. But... At, at, least get go. at least get them the cool roll-up sunshade single-piece uh, eyepiece. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice, but uh, okay. So you get attacked, uh, and and I'm gonna use scare quotes for attacked by um, gravel, large gravel, fist sized gravel, but gravel nonetheless. Um, would that constitute um, reason enough to re-engage with, let's say? Um, Holes in people. What was that bridge? Deadly force. <laughs> no. Mm. Yeah, and and Joe, you guys don't exactly get uh, trained on. Um, well, when when you when you're going for your marksmanship and and whatnot, you don't exactly get told. Okay, you shoot for the arms or the legs to incapacitate, mm-hmm. right? You shoot the kill. We we shoot at what is referred to as center, center. mass. Mm-hmm. Well, the idea is, I, I have, think, if if you don't kill them, then they're still able to kill you. Yes. And, you know, I got to say, even after all these years, Fast Freddy still pisses me the hell off. Wait, what's that? Fast Freddy. As it's hard... Okay. This is the face. This is the face of non-prehension right in front of you right now. <laughs> when so. we go, when we go to the range, yeah. we are given two magazines, each twenty rounds. At least this is for the army. We're given two magazines. Each of them are twenty rounds. Uh, you fire on semi-auto only, and your goal is accuracy. You have, I want to say. I want to say it's two minutes. You have the first minute, 20 targets pop up. Second minute, same 20 targets pop up, but in a different order. And the idea is 
each target pops up, sits there for about three seconds, and then pops back down. If you fail, if you missed the shot, or you didn't shoot in time, or you simply didn't shoot at all, that's a zero. If you shoot and hit the target, that's a one. So the maximum on an army uh, marksmanship uh, evaluation is 40 out of 40. I I have gotten 39 out of 40. I've never actually met someone who got 40 out of 40 because of Fast Freddy. Fast Freddy, uh, each target is set at 50 meter intervals out to 300 meters, which is the uh, what which is what is deemed the maximum effective range of the M16 assault rifle. Um, the 50 meter target is what is referred to as Fast Freddy. He's half the size of all the other targets. And whereas the other targets pop up for about three seconds, Fast Freddy pops up for about one second. Oh, Freddy's a dick. Oh, yes. It's supposed to be, uh, it is supposed to uh, simulate the idea of a very close range firefight where, you know, an enemy just pops out from the corner, uh, unloads an entire magazine, and then pops back in. And anybody who's anybody who's seen an AK-47 fire knows it don't take much more than a second to fire off an entire magazine. You can shoot your whole load real quick. Yep. Yeah. How, how effective are you with it, though? That's why you gotta have trigger control. Yeah, and that's that's another piece of it, Bridget. I mean, we know for well that. Um, Sticks and stones, you know, the usual taunt for everybody. Yet you can actually do damage to people, but, I mean, seriously, at range of, I mean, come on, seriously. Major League Baseball people are not going to be able to, I mean, they don't break bones if a Major League pitcher hits an arm. There have been fractures, but to the best of my knowledge, Nobody's actually broken a bone with a with a fastball. I mean, the idea of being able to hit somebody with a rock at any kind of appreciable distance and do any damage to somebody that's out in the field? Seriously, is that even realistic? Not without a sling. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so. I think they'd have to get a very close range and bash them in the head with it. Which is probably not going to happen if you have a you know a group of civilians and a, and fifteen thousand military troops. Eh, no one, no probably one not. is to stone anyone until I blow this whistle. <laughs> Even and I want to make it absolutely clear. Even if they do say Jehovah, Jehovah, <laughs> <laughs> and then of course they bring over the big rock. Yeah. <laughs> See, you, you talk about using a sling, and the first thing that comes to my mind, Joe, is if they're going to use anything appreci uh, anything approaching a sling, they're basically going to need a trebuchet to have anything that's even appreciable. 
I mean, seriously, you know, or 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 a uh, a small chunk of rock, a long bamboo pipe and the ability to mix, you know, strange planet dirt and sulfur into some sort of gunpowder mixture. But I don't think the Gorn are coming by anytime soon. No, you're talking about three meters range. Come on. That's if you're if you're going to use a trebuchet, you may as well just zing yourselves over the border. The wall. Yeah. Or throw a Buick at him. I mean, there's got to be yeah. Buicks left over. Yeah, yeah. You know, or ride a, or, a, a or cow and catapult oh, a cow. I was gonna say, if, you know, fetch la vache, <laughs> but uh, or you know, plague blankets, whatever you got laying around. <laughs> yeah, that would that would go over well. And and why not a Chevy? Because the the family never used Chevy. It was always Buicks, and I know why. It's because they were big, they were heavy. Man, they could fit a lot of people in that trunk. Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. My dad used to have a... He always claimed it was a 69 Buick Wildcat. I don't think it was a 69 Wildcat. I think it was 68. But still, it was a big-ass um, land boat. Mine's 69, a Cougar. Uh, never mind. <clears throat> I said That's nothing. Your I That's said- your one. <laughs> Okay, so um, that's your one, Dallin. You're at one. <laughs> Shit, did I do my one? I don't even. You know what? I don't care. Whatever. I don't know. If I, I don't even know if they made one that year, did they? It did. It did huh? Sixty-nine. Whatever. Anyway, so um, well, they did make one that year. Okay. What's that? Ooh, nice body. Nineteen sixty-nine Cougar. There is something. <laughs> Sorry, there's, there's several ways you could take that, but anyway. There is one small caveat that I forgot to mention with the range. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not looking at, like, you know, an indoor gun range or a hunter's range or something like that where the targets that pop up are bright orange and, you know, have little things that let you know that you hit the target or whatever. No, 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 no. This is you sit in a foxhole. There's a bunch of berms. Oh, well, yeah, that's the other thing I forgot to mention. The first minute, you're firing from a standing foxhole position. And the second minute, when you reload your second magazine, you're firing from a prone position that is on your belly. Um, Yeah, these targets are not that easily seen because the range is typically allowed to overgrow a lot. And uh, the targets are dark green. Because, of course, they are. You allowed to use a scope, at least? No. Of no. course not. Iron, iron sights only. Shit. And that is why, before you go... Well, usually when you go to the range, but uh, before you take your uh, evaluation, you d- you go through the zeroing course, which is just making sure that your the way you set your eye and align it with the front and rear uh, side apertures, you go ahead and set it to what we call battle site zero. It's different for each person because, you know, not everybody's face is built the same way. Not everybody's eyes are quite the same way. So that's why we have the little knobs on the back, on the rear sight for adjusting. 
And the front sight is adjustable, but only by elevation. Fair enough. Let me pause that for just a second, because uh, since you brought up knobs, um, <laughs> Dallin, we need to talk on your side of the border now, too. Are you calling because, Dallin a knob? Uh, <laughs> no. Would no. be the worst thing he's called me. <laughs> no, actually, I was I was going to call you Al. No, I, I actually I was gonna I was gonna point out this way. Uh, as far as talking about knobs, um, since since we kind of we didn't badmouth you last week, but we we did talk about you a little. little yeah. bit. Um, give you an opportunity on this one because I mean the idea that there is a stark difference between politics on our side versus yours. And, you know, we, we talked with Heretic Woman about it a lot last week. Um, give you an opportunity to kind of chime in on <coughs> stuff you missed out on. The idea that the... How do I best put it? The knobs seem to be invading on your side, politically speaking. Yeah. I mean, what the frick? No, it's... You're right. We are... We've tried to keep the, the knob factor down you know, minimum in, but... in this country but no but but nowadays but no you look at you've got firebrands like the ford brothers yeah the knob 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 nation <laughs> yeah but like the, the the knobbiest of the knobs those those two morons well I mean, kenny uh... well okay hold on hold on let me let me uh let me quantify this okay yeah, let's, let's be fair at least one of them is room temperature currently well, yes. yeah, but the thing is, even back when both of them were around, like they had made a name for themselves for being, you know, the sort of the bombastic in your face, wake you up, slap you upside your fool head kind of politicians who were doing whatever they could to garner attention. The fact yes. that one of them was a crackhead. Okay. Let's call that a side effect collateral damage. But now, and heretic woman, she put the nail on the head, like Jason Kenny, uh, he is uh, vying for the premiership, kind of the governorship of my province. Yeah. Now, Kenny is uh, now the new head of a group they call themselves the United Conservative Party, uh, which is now just another unholy union between the we, progressive we, we, conservatives. We, talk, we talked yeah. a little bit about them. Yeah. Um, but this is the last guy who should have any sort of power um, in, in our province. The thing is, Alberta is an oil province. We, we, as much as we want to deny it, we live and die on the oil prices, which right now we're not doing so hot. You know, uh, it was just a couple of years ago. I think I posted a picture where a 24 of Budweiser, Budweiser yep, was remember. more expensive than a barrel of oil. And I'll, I'll say this much. It hasn't gotten much better. Like the, the gas prices out here, they suck balls big time. But the price of oil is nowhere near where it used to be when gas prices were that high. So, you know, people would look at the gas prices and go, oh, gee, oil must be doing really good. It's actually doing the shits. So the thing is, when you, when you live and die on a particular commodity and it goes down, you are not going to be having a very good day. So... The, the current government that we've had has been trying to diversify, trying to minimize uh, oil revenue or the, the importance of oil revenue. And uh, Kenny wants to bring, this is one of the things he wants to do, he wants to bring that back. 
He wants to bring it back to like where we're an oil province, you know, kind of like I'm a war president, you know, kind of the same thing. I got you. you know, whereas we're, we want, he wants us to be known for just one thing and one thing only. Uh, he's also one of these people who believes in uh, tax cuts for the rich, uh, screw the middle class. Um, you know, there's, uh, I think there's some stuff. He's got some religiously motivated decisions he wants to make. Uh, and on top of that, there's also an ongoing controversy with um, uh, fed, or provincial funding for Catholic schools. Yes. Uh, and our, our buddy Luke, he is all over that like a dirty shirt these days. Good, good. Yeah, I've, I've been watching him, and uh, it's been everything from no public money for Catholic church, uh, for Catholic schools, to no Catholic schools. It's, it's one both. of those. Yeah, no, so am I. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to keep them, then you can fund them yourself. Yep. You know, granted, that is going to take away from your kid diddling defense fund. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Did I go there? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, you know, but maybe that'll straighten your straighten your priests out, or maybe they'll have to take oh. care of their own legal defense. By the you way, know? squirming kitten says hi and bye. <laughs> yep. we'll I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, little guy. <laughs> But um, no, like we, we've been wanting to keep the 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 tr the the more fringe. Uh, no, because I've okay. Look, I've watched American cable TV for many years, and I just apologize profusely for stuff. Mm -hmm. And okay, you guys, I'm sorry, but. It used to be that when it came for time for elections for Congress or elections for the Senate or anything like that, where the ads would come out, I would see one politician, be it the incumbent or the opponent, would talk about the issues. You know, granted, they would walk around a little bit, you know, like, hi, I'm so, you know, hi, I'm Troy McClure, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> points if you get that reference um but, but they would talk about you know what their platform is what the issues are what they want to do how they want to actually help the people they're representing and my reaction to that is you know good job yep. then there's the other guy or lady as the case may be and it's nothing but attack ads you know this person signed into law a tax bill that took everything away from mr big and tall's Big and tall emporium. Um, they want to make the terrorists, you know, just all the kinds of bullshit that nowadays I see on both sides. Like you said, FUD. Yep. That's all it is now. Like there, there is no discussion of the issues. Like, how are you going to fix the infrastructure? He's a Nazi. How are you going to improve drinking water in certain cities? A She's fascist. a commie. Or, um, or whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. the, the choice word of the hour. Yeah. Well, the choice word of the choice side at the time, there, there does not seem to be anything other than we're not, we're not going to work for the people. We're just going, we just want to be elected so that we can defeat the other guy. You know, this is, this is wrong. Right. And unfortunately it's, it's what, you know, it, it's what has, it's what it's evolved into. 
It works though. That's why that, do it. Yeah, it, it works because people are reactionary. All they do is react. And and the more you can slap them upside of the face and you know, FUD the other guy, if if you can get everybody a fudded of them, then you win. But let's be fair, seriously. And I know some people are going to be like, but, but, but you're bad-mouthing your own country. Yeah, I'm bad-mouthing my own country. If we want to talk about reactionaries, oh, my God, you don't go any further than the borders of the 50 United States. We are reactionary to nobody's business. Oh, and it it, it gets better. It gets better. You guys at least are are seriously proactive about a lot of shit. Um, Seriously, we, tr- we try. But look, yeah. look, look, we try. We do. We do project an image that maybe we're not quite as insane as you might think. Oh, dude, but- come on. Let's let's let's. Okay, for those of you that, for whatever reason, don't know about this one, the differences between our countries, and I, I, I've I've mentioned a couple of different ways, but just for the formation of both of our countries as separate entities, we went ahead and said. Fuck you, George. We're going to go ahead and we're going to kill all of you guys in, until you get rid of everything and bankrupt you. Whereas Canada basically said, um, look, we've been doing okay over here. Um, you know, be a good idea if we just rent ourselves. So is that cool? Yeah, okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, really, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really romanticizing the shit out of this. Uh, yeah, you are. They're... they're... I imagine there were a few birds flipped. I mean, this was Pierre Trudeau we're talking about. I know, but I mean, by comparison to the two of us, shit, it it, it don't get any much different than that. Yeah. But, um, you know, two anecdotes um, that happened to me just while I was uh, on site last week. I was talking to one guy, and we got into uh, discussions about, um, uh, what was it? Um. I mentioned, you know, that I'd been in surgery last year and, you know, just kind of catching up on things because when you're working with people, we talk, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm still looking for that stuff. No, it's, I'm just, I'm just pointing out for anybody that wants to go looking for it ah. later without saying anything because yeah. it's empty. It's, it's, yeah. it's gone. So there you go. It's, yeah. it's blurry, but it's wood, it's, wood something. It's, Woodbury it's, Estates. It's ah. Yeah. Anyways. Well, it, not a states, but anyway. Yeah. And anyway, so talking with this guy and, and, you know, I mentioned, you know, I've, I've got the, the occasional medication that I have to be on because, well, you know, Reasons. that's life. And he starts talking about his minister. Red flag number one, because we don't, in a professional sense, you don't go into religion. You don't go into politics. Or if you do, you tiptoe and tap dance around that point to where you could be a gold fig- gold medal figure skater around the subject. Because you've got to be delicate. Unlike here. Well, no, the thing is, Bridge, um, if, I, if I was down there on a non-professional thing, then fine, I could let loose whatever I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But because I'm down there representing a company, I have to maintain a certain level of professionalism, which means... If if I go into a place that is, you know, can total hardline, redneck, ultra conservative, like everything that I'm kind of against on this show, I still have to push that aside and say, you know, look, I'm here to do the job, you know. Now, on the other hand, it gives me a chance to actually listen to these people 
let them present their case so that I can actually listen to, okay, what, what exactly makes these people tick? Because, you know, there's no such thing as bad information. Anyways, um, but he starts talking about his minister case. Like I said, red flag number one. And apparently his minister had created an herbal drink. Red flag number two. Mm-hmm. And this herbal drink, you drink two cups of it a day and it does everything. Red flag number three. Um, it looks like iced tea. Uh, apparently tastes like uh, American iced tea, as in not sweet tea. Uh, anybody from the South knows that difference. <laughs> ask Miss Ashley. Yes. No, actually, don't don't go asking her because we don't have nearly that amount of time on the show. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, no, but there was an encouragement for me to actually stop by. Apparently, they have a store where they sell this stuff, and he encouraged me to go uh, pick some up, give it a try. He says, you know, because you, you drink enough of that, you know, you can say goodbye to your medication. No, and this that. I mean, like, now this is a guy. He works in the tech sector. He is somebody that I'm going to be working with for the next year or so. Very, very intelligent. But there's this. And it's, it's, when you, when you meet someone like that, it's, it's like the stereotypical person who would believe in magic elixirs or jelly juice or, or some shit like that. Uh, it, that kind of gets blown out the window. You know, I mean, my sister was a nurse for many years and she subscribed to things like acupressure, which is acupuncture without the pins, um, was, you know, and a lot of people say that that's all woo, but, um, I do know that, um, I watched her walk up to her son and basically hit the right spot on the neck, like the Vulcan neck pinch. He hit the ground. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking there, there's a, there must be a little bit of something to it, but I haven't investigated, so I couldn't tell you. Um, the second anecdote was I was riding along with a guy, um, showing him how to use the software on the system. And he had lived out in California for a while. And he had talked about the um, commute from places like, like between LA and San Francisco. And how desperate some kind of mass transit system is needed there. Like a bullet train. Like a maglev, which I found out doesn't even exist. I, I honestly thought they were actually in production. Turns out they're not. You know, the technology's there. It exists. It's safe. It's in, it, it's all over the, the, it's all over Asia. Why are we looking at vehicles that don't exist? Why are we looking at vehicles that they sound cool, but they actually defy the very laws of physics right now? You know, you, you could solve the problem, but instead of solving it, you're, you're letting people come up with great ideas that won't see fruition for another hundred years, if that. And it's just, it's two things I noticed down in the States is that you could be, people can be very intelligent, but they'll still believe the darndest things. Oh yeah. And some people realize that, you know, there are things that are needed, but nobody's doing anything about it. They're, they're, they're so happy to 
to talk, to give inspirational speeches, to, you know, basically monologue and, you know, get some nice dramatic music in the background, maybe the backdrop of an American flag as, as they, you know, they, they, they try to win hearts and minds, but in the end, they're just blowing freaking hot air. It's just, I don't know. It just makes me shake my head. I don't know if we're much better up here for some of that, but honestly, yeah. And I was, uh, I was a little bit concerned because I, I went to just double checking because I, I know Maglev is in use and I just, just because I just double checked it. Yeah. Japan is still currently using, which I was very happy yeah. to see because I've ridden the Shinkansen, uh, mm-hmm. back, uh, 99 with my wife. And that was, that was beautiful. Yeah, oh God, but it, but it's still just a it's still it's just a a, a train, just a really freaking fast train, right? Oh hell yeah, yeah. That like the bullet train. They well, call it. that's what they are. Well, that's that's what the Shinkansen is. Yeah, and yeah. You, see, you know, I used to I used to think that over there that the maglev was actually being used, but it turns out it's still on the drawing board. You know, so yes, it's nice to talk about. It's nice to do, but. There are real problems right now. And, you know, talking about theoretical stuff and, you know, well, we're, we're going to put it in the hands of our youth. We're, we're going to let the youth decide. The youth, ugh, God, here I go. Showing the age card. Yeah. Hashtag in their life away right now. You know, two generations. We're, we're boned. I am positive that we are boned. If things keep going the way they are. Now, see, this is this is something that I, I I've thought about a couple of times over. And um, Tech, I'm going to come over your way in, in a second because I, you know we we have kids, so we of course are extremely extremely attentive to the fact that you know our kids are eventually going to be the ones to succeed us one way or another. And I don't know if you've thought about it in these terms, but the idea that seemingly our country could be undone with one, maybe maybe two terms of this president just seems absolutely unfathomable to me. And scary as all hell. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what's even more unfathomable? I don't know if you're familiar with Noam Chomsky, Chris Hedges, Robert Reich, people like that. But I've heard of them. Yeah, well, Robert Reich, um, he's an economist and he used to be, I think, Secretary of Labor under Ronald Reagan, but he's, you know, very politically savvy. He knows a lot about the economy and politics and things like that. Um, Chris Hedges is a very good writer and speaker that's, I guess he's an independent now, but you know, he leans heavily liberal, democratic, you know, uh, things like that. Noam Chomsky is definitely a liberal. But they're starting to make noises that Trump is not only going to be a one term, he's probably going to be two term. And when it comes time to vacate office, he may choose not to do so. 
and yeah. he maintains control of all three branches plus the supreme court they may pass some kind of legislation or you know somehow make it to where he can stay indefinitely um, now see like putin did does yeah let's 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 hold on it for for just a second because there's there's a lot of pieces about that that should not be able to have happen um a lot tech, should not be able to be happening but yeah i um, i i know i know um tech let me let me let me throw this one your way because this is something that's kind of plays into a, a, a piece or two i don't know if you've seen the uh the picture memes going around of a big open field of tumbleweeds and everything compared to a whole bunch of people protesting and whatnot. And the caption of it is the difference between the people complaining about the second amendment being, uh, being infringed upon versus the 14th amendment being infringed upon. And the idea that, yeah, I can, I can just go ahead and, and change out the 14th amendment with uh, an executive order because, you know, he's a moron that way. You've heard about all this. Um, I I got I got off of Facebook. Um, I have virtually no Twitter presence to speak of. Um, I do. I am pro. I, I do go all over the place on Reddit, but I actually haven't seen that one. Um, it was strangely enough. But hey, you know, we don't all see the same things. Um, just depends on the day of the week in, in some cases. Well, uh, to see what's on uh, popular on Reddit that day. If if Trump is known for one thing, it's shooting his mouth off. Right. That's and, and, and that's the thing. It, this, this could be anything. And Trump will do something incredibly stupid. Um, I have a coworker. I'm not going to name names, not going to name genders or anything. No, like don't, don't. Yeah, I'm I'm not doing that because I don't I don't dox people. Uh, anyway, um, the coworker and I were talking, and the coworker has a significant other who does certain kind of contractual work for people's properties and businesses and things like that. And apparently, this person's very good, fights to make sure that the person doesn't get ripped off, things like that. You know, that the, the clients don't get missed, ripped off, and such. And I said, yeah, you know, that that's the kind of person that Trump would take advantage of. That's the kind of person and companies that Trump has taken advantage of repeatedly. And what he does is when he gets something done, if he doesn't feel like paying for it or doesn't feel like his company should pay for it, he takes the company through uh, the court system for so long over so many non-existent issues with the work. Um that they end up running out of money being able to fight it and they have to give up because even if they win, you know, they're, they're still broke. And I pointed this out and the person said, Oh, I'm still a Trump fan. It's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. I know for a fact that you want men and women to have not only equal pay for equal capability of work um, and experience and things like that, but you also want, uh, fair treatment for both men and women in the court system when it comes to children and uh, equal chances of opportunity, uh, education, healthcare, and yet you're a Trump fan? My, my brain just couldn't get around it. I, I really couldn't. 
and, and see, that's the thing, because somewhere along the line, some aspect of a Trump appeals to somebody on a very emotional level, and that tr trips them into going, well, you know, I'm going to ignore all this other shit over here and follow Trump. And that's the thing. He has said so many things, made so many claims that the people who feel that they've been uh, pushed to the side when everybody else is getting the attention, it's like, oh, look, all the women are getting the attention. So the, the sex, the, the male uh, uh, sexists are feeling trodden upon. Then you have the religious community who, when they go into store, some of the stores, oh, my goodness, they're saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Oh, you know, it's not even Christmas time yet. And besides, there's more than one holiday. Yours is not the only one. Eh. Mm. <laughs> so um, they feel tr trodden upon. Then you have, um, it, it, it just goes forward. It, it keeps going along that lines. You have people who feel that they don't have a good job because there's too many immigrants in this country. So I'm going to build a wall and the immigrants are going to pay for it. You know, the Mexicans are going to pay for it and things like that. Yeah. And that makes them feel good. And, and it's, it's all this uh, emotional appeal that he, but he's not saying factual things. It's like, dude, no. The reason why people don't have good jobs is because companies only cater to the shareholders. They forget that when you take care of the employee and have the employees take care of the clients, the rest takes care of itself for your company. They don't want to hear that. They just want to see the profit margin go up, 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 up. I'm sorry, but that actually stops going up after a while and levels off. And, you know, as far as the whole 14th Amendment goes, yeah, there's no way that shit's getting appealed. I mean, if, if you're born in the country, you're born in the country. If he repeals that, then guess what? He's no longer an American. Well, there's there's a problem with all that that I've been seeing because the yelling and screaming about it has been what we're talking about, illegal aliens. Uh, and the funny part of it is, if memory serves, the 14th doesn't address the legality of the people on the premises. You're born here. You're born here. So well, if with, you look at section, so I actually have it up here. Constitution of the United States of America, 1789, revision 1992, amendment X1V, that's uh, 14 in Roman numerals, section one. And I quote, all persons born or naturalized in the United, all born, all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. So he can try to obliterate that all he wants. It ain't happening. Yeah, and this is what I was trying to say before. This guy, when he first came into power, was signing executive orders left, right, and center right up until he found out that 
he couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't sign away whatever he wanted to with the stroke of a pen anymore. He'd reached, <clears throat> he'd gone too far. His talk of repealing the 14th Amendment with an executive order, his talk of mm -hmm. getting ready to fire first if these guys throw so much as a rock at him. Listen to how this guy has talked over his entire presidency. He's a blowhard. He is right now, he is blowing smoke. If no, honestly, if one soldier pulls the trigger on that caravan when they get in range, I guarantee you that soldier is not, he won't be a soldier much longer. Matter of fact, anybody who participates in that is probably, they're going to be calling for heads. You know, here's and I guarantee you, he'll, he'll give them up faster than like, he'll do whatever he can to save face. If that means, you know, giving up those soldiers to have created, like caused a war crime, he'll do it. But like his executive order thing, like I said, he's blowing smoke. He's he's all thunder and nothing else. And the rest of Congress and everybody, they know it. The problem is, and here's the problem, words have repercussions. If I go into a comedy club and stand up as a comedian saying, we should build a wall, <laughs> you know, okay, I've said it as a comedian. It's a joke. People laugh. It's the end of the day. Mm. Now, if I go up on public stage as the president of the United States, we're running for it, and I say, we need to build a wall. You have people who are seriously considering my words as a, a, a legitimate idea that needs to occur. All right. It, 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 it's... <laughs> It, it, it has serious repercussions. You're, so the, the audience that you're reaching, the, the, the platform that you're speaking from, um, it, it, it's serious. And the perception, uh, just like the, like from the military standpoint, if you've got a guy standing up there who's in full body armor, he's got the helmet, the, the, the face mask, everything, the big ass rifle grenade, you know, decked out in full everything right and somebody picks up a little tiny rock and tosses it at it at that person i think that soldier should be well within the right to flip that person the bird but yeah. to take off a grenade and chuck that back at them yeah that's um, fucking stupid. It, 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 it there's definitely an imbalance of power yeah now, no if i on agree. The other hand if on the other hand that person takes a knife and throws that knife. That's, that soldier should shoot that person dead. That's a different story. Yeah. What Trump is saying is that if they throw so much as a rock, we are going to respond with deadly force or something close to that. And I saw a post from a, a veteran earlier today. They're like, hey, when I was in Afghanistan, people threw rocks at us all the damn time. We never shot any of them. <laughs> Because because we had body armor and guns. <laughs> I, again, it all comes down to the, uh, perception and threat analysis and all that other fun stuff. So the perception of a person standing on a, a stage in a comedy club saying, hey, we should build a wall is, <laughs> that's a joke. The perception of a politician standing on a platform and telling the world that we need to build a wall is like, that guy's serious. Yeah. See, you want to go ahead and uh, go up there as a comedian and say, we need to build a wall. 
I could get away with saying it as a comedian because I can then follow it up with, because in high school, in my gym, when you were in the locker room, they actually had two toilets next to each other and no urinals. I'm sorry. Uh. I'm not. No, there should be two a wall. <laughs> there should be a wall <laughs> between the toilets. Well, I like the the comic where it says, yeah, there should be a wall. And then the picture shows somebody building a wall around Cittolini. <laughs> yeah. Now, Stephanie just put an open chat and this is good. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, we're going to be coming over to uh, to uh, Bridget and her thing. Yeah. But anyways, uh, what Stephanie says is the army has already said that they will not obey illegal orders. And Trump's comment is an illegal order, which is precisely what I was trying to get to is that, like I said, he's blowing smoke. He's, he's trying to fire up the people, but the simple fact is he is firing up the people. Yeah. But, but he can't, it can't happen. Like the, the, okay. If the army does it, uh, Joey, these guys do do it. What would happen to them? Assuming that he's there, he's got his muted. I'm wondering if he yeah. stepped away for a minute. But what I'm wondering is that uh, if these guys do execute the illegal order, uh, that's going to be 15,000 troops. You, then oh. you are effectively committing a war crime and an international war crime at that. And how well did that work for the guys over in Nuremberg claiming I was just following orders. Yeah, we've talked about Thank that. Thank you. To say, okay. to say nothing of what, you know, the Israelis later did, which, personally, I have to say, kind of justified. Yeah, now, Bridget had gone ahead and uh, and put some... Do you, you want to go ahead and tell us? Or would you like me to... Yes, because, I mean, you're the one that typed it. Or would you like me to cover it? Well, I guess I can. The The thing that worries me about all of this is um, Sarah Sanders. I cannot stand her. But yeah. post to her question, you know, is it possible that you know, habeas corpus and posse comitatus act will be suspended? And she refused to say no. Uh, okay, That's so before. Scary. Bef- yeah. Now, before you go, uh, before you go too far past that one, I know full well that. I I remember what habeas corpus is. The other one I don't, but just to be on the safe side, could you briefly explain what those two meant anyway? Uh, the posse comitatus is, um, you know, a law to where if the military acts, you know, without a lawful order, that you know they can be fined and imprisoned. Or uh, I'm trying to. So, think. It's, so like, it's like if the government willfully uses the military to act as like law enforcement, then they're not supposed to do that. Gotcha. But that can be suspended to where they can engage in law enforcement activities. They're not supposed to. But that you know Or would this cover would that cover like a rogue unit that did something they weren't supposed to do without orders kind of thing? Or is that this, a different? This would be like the that government would... ordering them to do a civilian military function. Okay, so this this would require orders yeah. as opposed to okay. Yeah, otherwise the military to act as law enforcement rather than military. Okay. And habeas corpus is where if a person is arrested, they have a right to be brought before a judge 
uh, to determine whether their detention is lawful or not. Right. So if that's suspended, then they could just indefinitely detain people for no reason and never give them a reason. So Joe, balls over in your court to kind of whatever you're and I probably didn't explain that very well. He could probably explain it better than I am. No, no, you 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 did just fine. Um, just to answer Heretic Woman's question about, you know, what, what would it be when a group of soldiers did that? I mean, again, if they didn't receive an order to do it, uh, still, they're still subject to war crime. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, Trump would be as well, but wouldn't he have to leave the country in order for them to get his ass and take him to the Hague? Ooh, well, no, wait a second. Well, just, them. just tell them, just tell them there's a golf tournament. Even in, even in that yeah. case, um, you're not looking at, you know, he doesn't have to go to a different country. Uh, we got, we got uh, statutes against war crimes in our own country. Mm. That's good. That's good. Um, You know, there is uh, there's another piece of it too that uh, that I had seen, which I did not follow through to find out how much truth there was to it. But the long and short of it was, hmm, it took um, a year for Puerto Rico to basically fend for itself to put itself back the hell together again. After the hurricane came through, there was a week of God damn you. Nothing going on there, but yet we've got uh, two months until this group comes even close to the border, and we've got this incredible photo opportunity with 5,000 troops for no good reason less than a week before the elections. And I think that was the original push, was that this was going to be, uh, th this was going to be the make or break thing for the midterms. You know, Meanwhile, for the whole tough on immigration. Meanwhile, how's China doing? Back together. <laughs> yeah, but, but the thing but, about all this, though, is like where I work. Yeah. There were people that I work with running up to me going, oh, my God, did you see about the invasion that's coming? And, you know, so they're buying into the shit. Yeah. This is what I was talking about at the top, man. Yeah. Fucking FUD. FUD, yeah. yeah. There's my one. And, <laughs> and when I went to go vote, there were several positions that were GOP running unopposed and no option to write in a candidate. Uh, Writing all, option was not available to me. All I can say in that kind of situation is, and funny as it may seem, I'm dead, I'm dead serious about it. You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Normandy. Normandy. That was an invasion. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Iwo Jima. That was an invasion. I'm um, pretty sure you need a lot of soldiers and troop carriers and guns, bombs before you have an invasion. The last, the last time somebody did an invasion with sticks and stones... Um, that, that you guys had yeah. muskets. What, what, what was yeah. the guys? Methuselah? Yeah, and and we aren't counting the Beatles either. No, no, definitely not. Um, 
I uh, guess my point is, how can I not be freaked out <laughs> when I see and hear things like that? And I have no choices on my ballot to write oh, in an op opposition person to oppose a, a GOP candidate. I don't blame you. Fan. What do I do with that? Yeah, well, no, hold on, because uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bundle this fucker all the way up. It's three. Close enough. I don't care. Um, we talked last week about how there was um, information, voting information, that had been circulated out Bridget's way, and um, let's let's kind of bundle this all up into a much bigger piece of shit right about now. What was it that you found out about this, Bridget? That there was uh, there's a political group that was in Indianapolis that uh, had funded this, and according to the Indiana state law, because I went and looked it up, uh, people can obtain all of the voter data for political purposes, and it includes your name, address, phone number, uh, email address. And? Um... I mean, you can get it on all your neighbors, but um, no, 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 no. And and what's what's one of the other pieces that was oh, how, how you voted the last two elections? Let me put that again for the contingent north of the border, because we got to push the electrons a little harder now that it's getting colder. <laughs> the information about how everyone yeah. voted in her state is highly. Highly illegal here. Yeah, we yeah. talked about and, that. And impossible to know based on the way we do our voting. Yeah, but state law here allows it, and I was floored. That's, that's fucking ridiculous. It's terrifying. It is. It is. Because the whole point of having a, a secret ballot is so that you avoid things like voter intimidation. Mm-hmm. And, and the, violence. And the reason that it can be requested is just for political activities. You can be running as a candidate. You could be working for a PAC, whatever. As long as for a political reason, which is even scarier, you can. You're welcome to it. Now, here's the thing that pisses me off about that. Something else that I learned this week. <laughs> Gerrymandering of districts here in the U.S. apparently can be done legally if you say we're not changing the way it's laid out in order to disenfranchise people or groups. We're doing it to intentionally get a specific block of voters to keep our advantage. See, if you say we're just changing it around so that we keep our power in some states, in some districts, that's still legal. I'm sure you guys who are listening on the podcast version can hear me. Showing that it's discriminatory. Right. Mm -hmm. If you specifically say we're trying to do it to keep our advantage, that's okay, as opposed to, well, we don't want the colors voting for us because they'll vote us out. Yet yeah, that would be a big old red flag. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, there's another thing. Something that I just heard from Cognitive Dissonance. And by the way, guys, thank you. 
when more people vote here in the U.S., Democrats tend to win more often. Mm-hmm. And the converse also happens when fewer do. Republicans tend to win more often. Which, which is good, because that means that there's there's less morons than smart people, generally but speaking. But it also means that they're trying harder to suppress the Democrats' yes. vote, and they're succeeding. Yes. Yep. Yep. Because when you uh, when you've got the uh, when you've got the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles open, normally on the weekends, and for the two weekends before Election Day, you close them, and that's where people would otherwise go to register. You kind of see where that's going. Or when they come right out and say that early voting on the weekends. Uh, favors African American people, so we're going to just cut that out and not have it anymore on the weekends. Yeah, it's African American neighborhoods. Yeah, that's pretty blatant. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. I mean, there there have been people who have said, and I tend to agree with them. Make it a federal day off. Everybody gets the opportunity, and mass transit should be run free. Yeah. Uh, taxi services heavily discounted. I mean, shit. given uh, the schism it, between the federal and the states down there, no, I know. If the Fed tried to pull something like that, the states would just go and not do it. Possibly and potentially, yeah. I would I almost mean, say certainly. Well, um, the last time they tried to, uh, they tried to add something to the federal. We've got a day off because somebody deserves it. Martin Luther King Jr., and if memory serves, he was killed in the 60s? Uh, he was killed in 68, I believe. Okay, but then they pushed to have a day for him, a federal holiday, which was not officially recognized by, I believe it was Alabama or Mississippi, I forget which. Either one is a good bet. Yeah. Until, if memory serves, 1995. Now, I may have my dates wrong. And I may have, may have my states wrong. But I know full well that that kind of difference happened. Mm-hmm. And it drives me up a goddamn wall. Um, Lyft and Uber have already gone out and said that uh, they will have uh, heavily discounted rates to get people to the votes. Um, I would love to be the type of person to spearhead a you you need a drive to a polling place? I am not from your polling area. I will drive into your area and I will take you to your polling place and then I will drop you back home and that's it. I don't want any money. I don't want to know who the hell you are. I just want to know, where do I pick you up? Where do you need to go to poll? Where am I taking you back to? Done. Wouldn't that be nice as a citizen? But, you know, the hell do I know? Well, it was recently, but there was uh, a case of a bunch of African-Americans that were getting a ride. I don't know if it was to register or... Uh, early vote on a bus and and uh, they were stopped and told to get off and they could not do that. Yep. 
and I don't remember where that was, but that was recent. I think you know what I'm talking about. Yep, they stopped them because it was filled with a whole bunch of black people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, and we don't want black people voting now, do we? No, we don't want people voting, period, apparently, is what goes on. That's a whole other piece of shit. Well, the whole, and the whole thing they did to um, the, uh, what was it, the South Dakota, the indigenous, because on the reservations, they don't have street addresses. So they passed a law saying that you have to have a street address in order to vote. So you're basically telling the entire indigenous population that lives on reserve that you don't get to vote anymore. Right. And more importantly, they're setting it up where even if even if this were to pass muster, they've gone ahead and said, well, we're putting this into place for the election cycle that's only several months away. As opposed to, this will take effect after the next election. Jeez, I can't imagine why they would suddenly go and do and expedite this process suddenly like this. But we live in a democracy, right? <laughs> you know, how, how about how about this for a platform? How about this for platform and see how this goes? Joey, you, you work with me on this because we're gonna we're gonna restart the, the the surprise party. Some people don't know about this one. Hi. So how about this? Taxes for anyone from fifty thousand dollars down stays the way that they are. Everybody from fifty thousand up, it's gonna get raised a little bit more, a little bit more the higher and higher you go. Companies are going to get taxed back as what they did in 1959, which got us 10 years to get to the goddamn moon. What does that sound like to you? Sound like a plan? I can't complain. No, because you and me both, we're, we're not going to be affected by that. Um, Heretic woman, what do you think? You you think uh, you think it's okay that uh, we go ahead and we tax you at that rate from our side? You think that'll work? <laughs> yeah, you don't care. Mm, no, no, because no. we we are we we already pay lots of taxes anyway. Because you yeah. know healthcare, healthcare. Yes. yes, exactly. And tech, we've talked about this on far too goddamn many times. Six hundred plus billion dollars a year into the machine. What do you think that if you suddenly had $300 billion, just you, what would you go ahead and do with that money? A lot of it would go towards education reform and updating textbooks, getting kids, uh, the school supplies, things like that. Um, and because, teachers. Yeah. Um, the, the, the problem is, is that uh, $300 billion in one shot will only do so much good in a, depending on how it, it, it's spread out. It would have to be not a one shot, but the same shot over uh, uh, reoccurring over every year. So if you said $300 billion every year, 
I was like, okay, yeah, we can definitely do some reform with this shit. If you say three bill, hundred billion one time, we got to kind of put a limit on to what areas are we reforming? Where are we doing it? What schools and why? And so on and so forth. That would be a little bit harder. Granted, 300 billion, even a one shot of 300 billion would have a positive impact. But it would be better if it was uh, consistently happening over and over and over. Um, as for teachers, you know, if we started treating the position with the respect that it deserves, um, uh, we'd be able to get more qualified people. And when we then also acknowledging the people in the positions who are doing a good job and reward them and acknowledge them, because sometimes it really here, folks, anybody who owns a business, if you're listening and you haven't said so in a while, tell your coworkers that you appreciate them, that they're doing a good job, that, that you know, hey, keep up the good work. It might not be a raise, but a little pat on the back, a little attaboy can go a long way. And if they truly deserve that attaboy and, and, and pat on the back, see about getting them a raise. You know, I, you'll be surprised just how much that employee or employees will bend over backwards for you if they're truly worth it. Yeah, here's 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 a little something. Let me... I would take what that is that whacking shot? That's <laughs> what I would do. I'm sorry, what was that? I would take that money and expand Medicare. Yeah, everybody has a different idea of what to do with you know large sums of money, which is why we have the voting process and everything else. Where are we hurting? But it also helps if we were to bring in people who um, actually have experience. Um, with these things, people who have actual educational backgrounds in things like uh, reforming Medicare, people with backgrounds in uh, reforming education systems, not people who say, hey, look, we're going to do it this way because this is how God told me how to do it. Or we're going to do it this way because, well, we don't care about the black people or the Indian people or, or anybody who's not white, you know, or any of that other bullshit. Yeah, let me let me show you guys a little something. I've got my calculator up on the screen for you guys. And I want to I want to show you a little something because I, I read the numbers real quick and I was actually rather surprised. 300. Hold on. I'm sorry. It's just I'd really appreciate it if you could say that like fire marshal bill. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. Let me my calculator here. Let me tell you something. Okay, I don't, I don't know the character. See, that's the problem. Okay, so here I we do. go. It's great. Okay, so here we go. 300. Let me get the numbers. There we go. Okay, 300. Thousand, 30,000, 300,000. Billion, 30 million, 300 million. 3 billion, 30 billion, 300 billion. Divided by what would be a good average wage for a teacher i would go ahead and say 50 grand averaging out because there are a lot of places that's much more expensive than others 
So mm, okay. We're willing to go with 30, 50 grand. I honestly yeah. couldn't tell you teachers' wages. It's it depends a lot on their tenure and whatnot. True. But. True. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, fifty is like not the not, you know, a noob, but it's not somebody who's been doing it for years either. Exactly. But do you know the price of gas? Don't know the price of gas. Definitely don't know the price of gas. Okay. Uh Felix is saying thirty grand. Um no, see the problem. Yeah, I know the I, price of gas and it's too damn high. Well, can I take a slightly different approach here? Divide that by the number of public schools that exist in the United States of America. That number last, I don't have for you. Well, I I do have that number because oh, do you? Uh, yeah. So I went to um, InfoPlease website, and according to the census that was taken for the 2009 to 2010 census uh, uh, school year, there in the United States of America. There were 98,817 public schools. Yep. Now hit enter. That would mean that each district that you're refer referring to could potentially have upwards of $3 million each. Roughly $3 million each. There you go. Now, let's uh now imagine what they could do with that. Let's divide that out for a second for you know what? let's go with what uh, Felix is saying. Thirty thousand a year. I know it's a low ball number overall, but really thirty thousand? Meaning how many teachers could each of those districts add? A hundred teachers. A hundred teachers could be could be handled now i don't know about the rest of you but i'm fairly certain that most school districts don't have 100 teachers i would find it really really hard to find a a, a school district that does now it's not to say that there wouldn't be but i think it would be really hard to find that to be the norm that's a lot of teachers that is a lot of teachers now let me show you the way that i was looking at it you start off with the same 30 uh 300 thousand 10 thousand 100 thousand million 10 million 100 million billion 10 billion 300 billion divided by Again, you go with 50 grand because I want teachers to actually be able to afford their time off during the summers. And maybe even a place to live, you know? Yeah, rent would be nice. Exactly. Food, so, you know, not from food stamps. Exactly. So, well, unless you're from Walmart, in which case, yeah. So, yeah, well. how many teachers would that be? Six million teachers. Wow. Divided by 50 states. You know what? No, no. We'll go with um, 50 states plus D.C., Puerto Rico. Um, let's see. Where else Where else would we have uh, influence? Um, American Samoa? Virgin Islands, maybe? 
Marshall Islands. Marshall Islands. There we go. Yeah, Virgin Islands. Um, yeah. So let's let's call it um fifty. Let's call it fifty-five, because let's also include the the, uh, the 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 territories as well as the um military bases because you gotta have kids being taught there as well that comes out to be eleven thousand no sorry i'm I'm looking at my numbers incorrectly because i'm I'm reading it way too quickly hundred and ten million hundred Jesus, I can't even read for my own self. 110,000. God, I can't read. I'm getting tired tonight. That's what the problem is. It's 110,000. We've got the money. We don't have to change. We don't have to change the tax structure Sort of. We could spend our money any way that we want to, but we choose to spend it the way that we do. But the problem is, we keep spending money that we ain't got. And the reason I bring that up is because I want to get... There are two people that I want to get on the show in the, in the future. I want to get Sonia who was Maria from Sesame Street, because she's since retired from the show, I want to ask, because I got nothing to lose by asking. And I want to get um, uh, Rebecca Friedman, I think of the right one, yeah. from uh, Ask an Atheist, because she is a Spanish teacher at Washington Way. Because the long play, the long game, is education the more educated the better and so much of it starts with the public education sector primary and secondary is there is is there a dissenting opinion that primary and secondary education good quality primary and secondary education would be a net bad for any country. Oh, we have statistics that show, I mean, unmodified statistics that show that when you have a smart population, they tend to make smart choices and better choices overall for everyone as a whole. Um, and that's the problem. Well, can't be having that. Exactly. That's the major problem, is that um, if we have that, then the people who have power over those who are more uh, who have more ignorance than others, and I don't, for those who have just heard me use the word, I'm not using ignorance in a derogatory manner. Anybody can be ignorant of something just by not being knowledgeable. That's what ignorant means. Okay, there's uh, wilf. There, the difference. Uh, there's a. There's for me something that would be considered a, an insult is willful ignorance. People refusing 
to learn something. Oh yeah. Right. And like, uh, for example, those who, um, refuse to learn, uh, the, the facts behind, uh, some of the statements. Well, that's fake news. It was like, really? Is it fake news? Let's go look this up. Oh, no, no. He said it's fake news. It's obviously fake news. That's willful ignorance right there. You're refusing to be skeptical. You're refusing to do your research. Therefore, you're being willfully ignorant. So anyway, as I was saying, um, somebody is ignorant of things, uh, things in general that affect everyday life. They either A, appeal to authority, B, go do some research, C, ignore it altogether. Those tend to be some primary attitudes. Not all people are like that, but a good run of them. And when you have the people who don't do the research, they do the other things. The people who do have the knowledge, or even the people who don't have the knowledge, maybe just people who have the power, authority, are able to take advantage of you for that. It behooves everybody to have a good foundational uh, uh, education, a, a good opportunity that they can take advantage of, of learning about the basics of math and science, the arts, um, even sports. You know, sure, you might not be a sports person, but have the chance to play some sports. You may not be a music person, but have the chance to play some music or, or create some music. Same with art. The, the sciences, the maths, reading, everything, history. Yeah. Uh, you look in the world where places didn't have access to that, and then they do. And you see them improve at least until people come barging in and throwing acid in people's faces and such for it yeah going along with that uh stephanie had put it uh, correctly over in the chat as far as two things being uh good or bad uh me me saying it's a, a, a is it possibly net bad her answer not for a country bad for vested interests i want us to finish off on that so we actually get out of here on on better timing with that one being the uh, the idea that education is not bad for a country, but bad for vested interests, you guys, your last ideas on that one, because that's a great, a great last item to, to travel down briefly. Who wants it? How better to mold your future generation to do exactly what you want it to do than to manipulate education so that they do exactly what you want them to do. In other words, if you can game the system so that all they know falls in line with your vested interest, then that's all there is to it. It sucks. It's cruel on a whole new level. And it's why we don't have flying cars right now. Well, and with the theocrats that are taking over, that's exactly what they want. They, uh, you don't want people who are not educated. Yeah, by the way, Bridget, before you finish off there, would I just put in the text chat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, um, and I don't think it's just the theocrats anymore either. I think it's anybody that has an interest in proliferating their interest. 
Yeah, Bridget. So that that item I put over there. I'm because... trying to move it to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll just make it easy. Uh, I had just typed over for her to to kind of fuel her a little bit. Um, well, I tried to get the microphone closer to me, and I'm struggling with it. That's a different thing entirely. I had, uh, I had typed for you abstinence only because... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, theocrats need to, like, outbirth everybody else because they need this, yep. you know, this army of God or yep. whatever. Armies, armies for Jesus. Yeah, so, and they're worried that the brown people are going to outbreed the not brown people, so, yeah, they want to well, yeah, because as babies as they can. And because a lot of Muslims also say that they're going to outbreed the Christians, so, yeah. It's, and, it's kind of a contest at this point. And part of their, you know, stated goals is to put everything under the quote-unquote authority of God. And so that would include, you know, having the women and children at the house, uneducated. Um, you know, people are trying to bring back the kingdom of God. The, I'm yes. To remember what they're called, well, the pre, are they premillennialists that think? That the dominionists. The dominionists? Well, dominionists? But I think that's premillennialism to where they think that oh, they have okay. to institute a kingdom here before Jebus will oh, come back. Oh, right. Yeah. Premillennialists who think Jebus will come back and establish the kingdom. So, yeah. Either way, they're they're totally fine with, you know, Armageddon. Cause yeah. But, that just means faster Jebus. But if they think that they have to put us all under a godly, autocratic, theocratic, um, government before he comes back that's their goal is to do but, that wait wasn't it supposed to be like a one world government that was run by uh by the son of satan before the uh before the trials before the tribulation began well see that's why i was going you know there's difference between the pre-millennial pre millennial yeah and post-millennial um huh. because the, the order is reversed you know, as far as like what has to happen before Jesus will come back. So the one world government, I guess, would come back after the kingdom. Was, I don't know. Hmm. But I just said that dominionists, you know, feel like they need to put government, business, education, family, uh, entertainment all under, you know, God's law, which equates to Old Testament law um, before the end will come. Look, whatever. even Johnny Cash realized that gospel music wasn't going to make him any money. You going to put entertainment back under that? No, no, sorry, well, no, thanks. Well, you're starting to see all these, you know, Christian movies come out. You know, God's not dead. God's not dead. Two, three, four, five, six. You know. Um, yeah, so and yeah, and the thing is, the the production quality of those. Um, Sorry, I think I could shoot a phone. I could shoot a movie on my phone and probably do better. Oh, you could. Um, but one thing that my therapist did point out, though, since you're seeing so many of these movies, you know, being brought out now and being shoveled in Walmart and stuff like that, that religion's actually dying. So they're desperately trying to fight back. Oh, <laughs> and, and get more prominence by doing this. This is this is a lot like uh, Lancelot's horse and the Holy Grail. Yeah. I'm not quite dead yet, sir. <laughs> or no, sorry, sorry, the old I'm guy. Feeling, I'm feeling better. Yeah, that guy. Like, just uh, hurry up, will ya? 
I don't want to go on the cart. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't want to go. No, it's a different franchise. Too soon. Yeah. You know, so maybe he's yeah. on something that it's like a dying gasp, and so they're getting like really in in our faces and stuff. Yeah, but you know, this this death row of theirs is actually pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my heretic woman said like the Duggars. <laughs> It's a uterus. It's not a clown car. Oh. Yep. <laughs> or, it's not a quiver. Like, or like another uh, Python classic. Every sperm is sacred. <laughs> it's like splat. Hey, would you get that for me, love? Every sperm is <laughs> oh, God, I saw that. Every sperm like, is yeah. And, you know, uh, Bridget, you know, real quickly. Uh -huh. Um. I'm sorry. I'm really glad that you're out of that cult because you would be in that position today. Yeah. You would be probably waddling around still to this day. Oh, I I would probably be dead. Well, look at Vicky, man. Like she almost died because well, of I mean, my pregnancy multiple was pregnancies. A pregnancy and they told me not to ever 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 do that again. It almost killed me. Um, but that is part of the goal is, you know, it's, it's a good thing to die in childbirth. That's the most noble calling you could ever have. I was <sighs> going to say something very, very, very insensitive and I'm going to, I'm just going to type it instead. So, um, who, who still wants to talk through any last thing with this whole, you know, yeah, I'm glad to be out of that shit. As as one who is not in possession of a uterus, I am shutting my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's 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 kind of hard for those of us of the uh, non-uterine uh, leg Possessors. of the species. Well, the the, the <laughs> non-uterine branch of the species uh, really can't say much. You know, like, yeah, um, this is my olive branch. This is my olive branch to the other. 50% of humanity. Yeah. I'm shutting up. Oh, no, no, because that's that's for people who are not married. That way they can still be technically virgins. That that's called the loophole. Yeah, that's the loophole. Yeah, I know. I know. Yep. <laughs> okay, um oh, okay, hold, hold on, hold Shujin. on. Tech, Tech's got the floor. Hold on a second. Okay. Go ahead. All right. All jokes aside, there is one thing I one one aspect of this I do want to bring up. There is a time where a man's uh, voice and opinion counts in this matter. And that's when a man and a woman have conceived a child. And it's a case of, okay, fine, the woman may not want the child, but maybe the man does. Maybe they can have the child in, um, uh, you know, transferred, transplanted, um, to somebody who's willing to go through the birth maybe we end up advancing our technology enough that we can create artificial wombs i so am way, so for that it, it, exactly i'm not against things like that so that way you know okay the woman doesn't want to give birth to the child i'll you know pay the money for an art you know me and and whatever woman have decided you know we're parting ways she doesn't want the child i do I shell out the big bucks for the artificial womb, 
me and my yep. child go the other way. I, I'm yep. all for that. But right now we don't have that level. And that's part exactly. of the problem. Exactly. So, but here's the thing. If the couple are together, if this is a married couple, right? It shouldn't, in my opinion, be just the woman's decision at that point because it was a two-part process. On the other hand, if there was no consent, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but the woman has all the say in this matter at this point. Yeah, It's her body, for crying out loud. I agree with you 100%. Like, when we get to the point where we don't need a woman to gestate a fetus, then I think men should absolutely have the same rights to be a parent that a woman should. I, you know, I, and the opposite where if a man is adamant that he does not want to be a father, he should not be saddled with that responsibility, even financially for the rest of his life. And I'm not talking, you know, somebody who's like, you know, making babies all over the bloody countryside and, and doing nothing about preventing it or, you know what I mean? Like not a deadbeat asshole but i'm talking about somebody who tells his partner i don't want children who takes steps to prevent conception and and for whatever reason either it fails or and it happens where a woman decides she's gonna get pregnant anyway yep. and and something like that happens those men should have the option to say no I was I from day one was adamant that I did not want to conceive a child and he should be allowed to to walk away from that. I believe that. All right. Anybody so, uh... one thing I just remembered is is about consent and women. Uh, that's another part of the you know evangelical mindset is a woman has no consent. Uh, it's not her body. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That that all boils down to I'm sorry, but it is a woman's body. And I am of the I am of the mindset that if if a man you know, if a husband and wife don't want that child, okay, assuming that they're a married couple, they're heterosexual and all that fun stuff, um, and they don't want the child, it's it's until it's along to a certain point. It's just a clump of cells leeching off the woman's body. It has not turned into a human. Again, that's that's something that is going to be debated for a very long time. Um, you're going to have a lot of people who have an emotional reaction, a visceral emotional reaction to that, that will override any level of logic. You could hit him with all the logic bombs in the world, and because of that visceral reaction, um, partly because of their upbringing, part, partially because of misinformation and so on and so forth, they're not going to listen to one damn thing you have to say. They're just going to say, baby killer. Well, I'm not even talking just about abortion. I'm talking about consent in general. Um, evangelical women are brought up with the idea that their body is not ever theirs. It belongs to their fathers. Then when they get married, it belongs to their husband and it belongs to God. And they have no agency at all to even refuse sex. Yeah. Or, if husband, it yeah. doesn't matter if they have the worst flu ever. If your husband wants to have sex, you're going to have sex. Yeah. And if your brother decides to have sex with you, then it's your, yeah, you did something wrong. It's your responsibility to forgive him. It's still not your body. 
yeah he did nothing wrong you you must have done something to entice him to want to do that yep any last item before i go ahead and call it then i'll be quiet now <laughs> it's okay she doesn't usually say that oh, much so that's true. true and 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 i got no problem with that I just want to point out that th that it became one o'clock again. Uh, yeah. That's... Oh no! Does that mean we have to go another? No. Round? No. no. <laughs> We're done. We still have another yeah, hour left. Is... Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because if you look, uh, wh where's my clock? No, that's not what I'm looking for. Where is my clock? We just program? rolled back, didn't we? You guys might have. I still haven't yet. <laughs> because I here here's. Here's my clock, so you guys that's, can take a look at that. That's because Dallin Dallin lives in the past. Yeah, this is Paris, seven oh seven. See, this is universal coordinated time. This is what I base mm. it off of. We started at four a.m. UTC. It's now six a.m. UTC, which means. <laughs> Those of you who are listening, I'm sorry. You'll just have to tune in. You realize that, that Joseph's actually not in Paris right now. He's out in a castle in the woods somewhere. It's don't care. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, um, if you guys are good. Yep. Well, as me... good as we're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my last. I never ran those numbers before for figuring out how much uh, $300 billion, half of the defense budget from 2015, which is my big thing. You guys know for well. I've, I've talked about that incessantly because I, it, it disgusts me on so many different levels. The idea that with half of that, yes, I'm channeling Eddie Murphy, half of that would gain... 11, 110,000 teachers across the country. 110,000 teachers. Now, admittedly, that doesn't do anything for uh, adding books or equipment or infrastructure or anything like that. But the equivalent of a hundred and ten thousand teachers at fifty thousand a year, which in some cases is a lot more than what teachers otherwise would earn. And if you think about it in terms of well, teachers only work nine months a year, first off, bullshit, but yeah. still still. If you went with that false number, that means that teachers would be actually earning something resembling a worthwhile wage. Even if it was just, you know, a stipend for some. I mean, let's face it, New York City, yeah, that's, that's, that's lowball for what somebody would need. But still... That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people that could 
influence the next generation coming through. And if there's one thing that we've learned, like we said, education early helps. I don't usually talk very much about the election cycles. Previous, uh, the previous federal elections here in the U.S., I intentionally did not say who people should be voting for before it. But after the fact, oh, yeah, I unloaded big time. I think we all did. I'm going to tell you. You should be voting straight line Democrat this year, this week. And I'll tell you why. My LGBTQI plus, I don't care what comes after that. Neighbors deserve to be exactly on par with everyone else. People of color in my country deserve to be on par with everyone else. The disenfranchised should no longer be. Those that have been put out and shut out need to have their voices out there. The Democratic Party has shown time and again, more often than not, that they're looking to make that a priority, even if they don't say it. And I'll be the first to admit it. Dallin said it on many an occasion, yelled about it, railed against it, and rightfully so, they don't talk it up enough. It's a fair cup. But damn, if I had a choice between a group of people who have people who have been indicted for insider trading, for child molestation, sexual abuse, if they've taken funds and help from groups that are white supremacists, or yelling, kill all the Jews. Who are willing to take away bodily autonomy from half of the population. Versus the people that want women to have that autonomy. To have safe and medically accurate birth control. To help people actually be part of the society on equal footing one to another where no person no matter what their job or title that no one is above the law i'm sorry this is a no-brainer you're either voting for the country to actually fulfill the charter that we wanted to have a more perfect union 
or you're looking to simply have people go out there with lynch mobs and have that be the law of the land. I'm not going to tip Godwin's law. I've done that once already before. But Jesus, people. You got to spell that in front of you. If you can't see it at this point, you're just willfully ignorant. And that itself, as I've said, that's a sin against education. Your teachers would be ashamed of you. It's long past that time, and I've gone on too long on that because I'm trying to hold it together, and I'm just, I'm angry. Uh, I'm angry. I'm furious. caveat out there. If you do vote straight blue ticket, you go back and verify your votes very carefully. There have been instances yep. of people voting straight ticket in Texas and having their votes flipped. Yeah, I was, uh, thank you, I I was going to hit that, but yeah, thank you for putting it out there because yeah, machines are not infallible. Double and triple check your work. It's worse than doing a, it's worse than doing a, the SATs, man. Make sure that you get everything done right. There's no time limit. In any case, as always, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. I hope that you had yourself a decent enough time. And you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives on this tonight. I really hope that things work out well this week because I'm going to be really, I'm going to be really beside myself otherwise. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and get out of here before I, um, before I get any more emotional than what I already am. Unrenote Tech, thank you very much for your time, man. You take care of yourself and uh, have a good sleep. Yeah, no problem. Uh, sleep, on the other hand, uh, it'll come. Yeah, well, sooner or later, you're not going to have too much of a choice in the matter. Yeah. Good night. Good night, man. Joey, as always, man, thank you very much for your time. You have yourself a restful evening. No promises, but one can try. True enough, man. Thank you. Bridget, thank you. And thank you for not necessarily holding up what you were saying you were going to try to do. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't be a lady <laughs> and not be freaking angry. Yeah, I'm angry. <laughs> Join the club. Probably shouldn't tell, though, huh? <laughs> well, anyway, if anybody wants to find me on Facebook, send me a request, Bridget Fitch. Uh, it's B-R-I-G-I-D. F-I-T-C-H. Or you can find me at my blog at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com oh, M-O-U-S-E <laughs> Heretic Woman, thank you, of Yay. course, as always, for your time. What do you got coming up? We are going to be talking about tourism, missionary tourism. Oh, God. Yes. Yes, so we're not talking about Mormons. We're talking about the little churchy groups that go to a third world country and make a big show about building something and 
and getting photographed with lots of native children and just being a general nuisance. Hmm. <laughs> Especially the ones that bring Bibles with them when, you know, people need things like clothing and food. <laughs> Disaster areas. Those are the wonderful ones, ain't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scientology is bad for that, too. But anyway. So, yeah, that's what's uh, on on for uh, Monday slash tonight cause, or tomorrow night because it's Sunday already. Um, yeah, so 7.30 p.m. Eastern, Beyond the Trailer Park on the YouTubes and beyondthetrailerpark.com. Thanks, on. Dallin, good to have you back because now we can talk about you in front of your face for change again. <laughs> Glad to have you back, man. Yeah, no, good to be back. Um, not sure when uh, fate, and by that I mean the company, is going to send me out again, but um, I'll be sure to let you know. Uh, in the meantime, I will do my best to get things caught up over on the uh, podcast site over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. And if I ever manage to get enough caffeine into me where I'm actually energetic enough to actually write down a few thoughts, you can catch that over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Thank you, man. So as mentioned, yes, all of our contact information can be found over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. Uh, enjoy the hell out of it. And uh, thank you. If you'd like to drop a voicemail message, phone number again is 859-8CTV-554, 859-428-554. Yeah, I'm not doing that whole double number, double number thing. Every once in a while I think about it again. I'm just like, how the hell do you guys do that in England? Fuck off. No, no, it's, it's wrong. Just don't do that. Um, as an aside, um, don't even bother trying to use uh, G+, because as I understand, it's going away. I don't know the last time I used it, so whatever. It's going to be whatever it's going to be. But uh, we'll be looking forward to talking to you guys, of course, uh, come next week. If you feel adventurous and you want to drop a couple of dollars to help offset the cost for you know the domain and all you can go ahead and take a swing over to patreon.com slash hctv and uh we don't always love that i almost never check it because i i don't i just don't see what happens i'll get a notice if anything happens with it anyway meantime we're gonna go ahead and get out of here because um i gotta spin down from all this because i don't know about the rest of the guys i'm still pissed off and way too much stuff. Hope that you guys had yourselves a good Halloween, Samain, Day of the Dead, whatever. Please take care of yourselves. If you are registered to vote, please, please do go out and vote. If you're in a state where you can actually register at the poll, please go out and vote. There's a billboard that I saw a picture of. Vote like your daughter's life depends on it. Brother. It does. It yep. does. It's not just your daughters. It's your daughters. It's your sons. It's your neighbor. There's too damn much. We'll have a recap next week of 
what went right and what went wrong. But thank you for being with us. No matter how things turn out, we will be here. And one way or another, we'll still have plenty enough to be pissed off about. But until that time, as always, take good care of yourselves. I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And of course, my lady. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm so glad that you're not here to see all this shit, man. Matane Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everybody, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.